listeners, just a friendly reminder, Mom and Dad are Stoned is not a show intended for little ears, because I say bad words. A lot. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you heard it here, folks. What's up, podcast listeners? You are listening to Mom and Dad are Stoned, a podcast about responsible cannabis use. I'm the Stoner Mom from the stonermom.com and the Stoner Mom Show. And as always, I'm here with my hubby, David, who's not a stoner, but he is a stoner sympathizer and a master grower, at least a master grower in this house. Yeah, because we ain't got no other growers (laughs) in this house. (laughs) We are husband and wife, residents of Colorado, and legal marijuana users. Oh, and we have kids. Yeah, we do. There's four of them. And dogs and cats. And we have a big dog and a cat. That's us. That's us, and here we are. You're listening to season three of our show, which probably makes no sense. So anyway, I hope you guys like this podcast and what we're doing with it. And not going to lie, we really didn't talk about what we had planned for the next season when the last one ended and we took off those weeks. So, So go us. But we did. We figured it all out. What do you, we actually did talk about it, and you made a list of all the episodes we're going to be doing this whole season. Today. Who cares? Today, a week ago, a month ago, it's all the same. What are you smoking today? I notice you're not smoking traditional uh, flower weed. You're smoking, you're doing dabs. Is that accurate? I was about to do a dab, yeah. Why don't you do a dab? I got to get some more. Hey, should I start heating that up for you while you're doing that? No, I'm going to do it. Okay. I'm a grown-up. Yeah, you are. I can do it on my own. So you're busting a fat dab. I like your new rig. I got a new rig from Smoke Cartel. It has propellers and shit in it. It sure does. It's cool. And they sent a nice um, nail. So, yeah, I am busting fat dab. And I'm going to be answering the question from a listener about how to talk to older kids. So definitely listen to that. Right? When you say older kids, like what's older mean? Probably teenagers, but I will get there when I get there. Okay. Um, as always, the kids are not here. All of them are with their other parents. <coughs> and so, yeah, that's why I'm blazing up in my basement. Yeah, you are. Blaze it up. Blaze it up. Blaze it up. So, yeah. Are you excited about our show today? Oh, I am. Cool. I'm very excited. I bet you're going to put some really rad music right now. So I got a great email. You did? I did. That was sweet and said 
sweet things about you and I and oh, our okay. wonderful relationship. Um, but Ross asked a question that I thought was great. He asks, there is a topic I hope you can address. How to talk to older children about the use of marijuana by the parent. How to say I smoke pot in an honest way, particularly in a state where it's illegal. I have been thinking about this inevitable conversation. I would love to hear your thoughts. Well, that's all you're going to get, actually, are my thoughts, because I haven't written anything out or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to kind of well, talk okay. through this as I dab and smoke weed, which is really when I get my best ideas anyway. So yeah, I don't think you're I, in capable hands. I think it's going to be just fine. <laughs> Here are some thoughts initially that I had. One, the hardest part is like always starting the conversation because it feels wrong. It feels like wrong yeah. <laughs> to talk about pot kind of in like a positive way. Particularly if you're like my age, I think. Yeah. Um, it just feels wrong. So I think the biggest um, no-no is to not talk about it um, or to wait too long. The reason why we have to talk about the stuff like as soon as possible really is so that when the kid goes out into the world um which will happen before you know it um so what what did i say so that when they do when they do go that the they world. are prepared for inevitable situations that might arise so as a parent you like look at their age you look at their peers when, you know, the lifestyle they have and you try to plan for what kind of situations your kid can run into when they're out and about and you're not there. Right. Okay. So like, I don't know if you're 15, maybe you go to the mall and okay. get dropped off. I don't know. I don't. Either. I can't even fucking imagine doing that. But I guess I, I don't have know what to. they do now. Uh, I guess I got to research it. <laughs> I think they still do that. Like, yeah. I think they get dropped off at movie theaters. Okay. The mall. Like, the orchard. Can't you see yourself, like, dropping off your kids at the orchard or something? See, this is all new to we don't Let's not. Kids yet. Yeah, I don't know. Let's not think about it right now. We've got it's too much all, to think about. Our kids are too old or too young. Okay, so what you don't want to happen is for your child to have their um, ideas of how the world works and stuff. Um,. Given to them by other children. Right. Okay. So that's why it's important. Right. I'm talking about a kid at a... Like who has semi-responsibility. I'm talking about a kid who's at a party and is offered pot. Okay. So um, I think, one, you have to just start it. Two, you have to start it young. So I don't know how old we're talking about, but I'm just saying as young as you can start. Um, and I only started recently with my oldest, who's nine. Right. So, but I had talked about it. I had a answered like very basic questions, like what is that um, before age nine. Right. Um, but then I wouldn't really answer anything else. I'd be like, go away. <laughs> go away. <laughs> I'm not ready to talk to you now. Because um, I wasn't, you know. Oh, well. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry, I didn't know how to talk to my seven-year-old right. about these kinds of things, but now I have a better idea. So I did recently have a conversation with my nine-year-old. Um, and it was, let me think. I explained what it was and that it was a plant. I really stressed plant immediately. 
And she was like, that's why it's green. And I was like, that's why it's green. It's like, you know, the herbs in our our kitchen. It's a dried plant, right? But this plant is medicine. And um, it's just like any other medicine. You know, you cannot touch it. You're not allowed to take it. You're not allowed to do anything with it. It has nothing to do with you. When you take medicine, it's because either I gave it to you, your father gave it to you, or the nurse at school gave it to you. Done, right? Like, that's it. Right. So... That was just like the basic, like, what this is and stuff. And then I don't think I talked about – I did not talk about um, the whole legality issue yet. Um, my oldest daughter is super, super intelligent, but she's very, very um, – I guess I would say it's naive, but it's not even – it's just innocent, okay? And she's very affected by – any sort of like negative anything. The idea that an adult would hurt, choose to hurt another adult is, I think, kind of incomprehensible for her. Right. Because when I try to impress upon her right now, um, corruption, which I do right. talk about, I mean, which is fine to talk about at nine. I mean, they learn about the civil rights movement uh, in kindergarten. Corruption, so, like, what? Harry Potter has. I don't want to hear about Harry Potter. <laughs> what do you mean, Voldemort? I don't think that counts. Uh, the Ministry of Magic is corrupted. Are there fucking black people up in there? Are there slaves? Yeah, the Muggles are the slaves. Oh my god! In fact, in the Ministry of Magic, there's a pillar sculpture. Wait, crushing Muggles. And what like, is a Muggle? We are Muggles, non-magic people. They want to enslave us because they're better than us. Because they know magic. Mm-hmm. And Hermione is... Half. She's a half-breed. She's Does that a, mean her, ma- a, her magic is not as powerful? No. It just means that she's half not magic. Who gives a fuck? Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You can see how much attention I was paying when I was forced to watch and read out loud Harry Potter. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm the Harry Potter resource in this house. Baby, I j- there's just too much information. I, I just turn it all off. It's okay. And sit there. <laughs> my it's eyes okay. it's only because I went through it twice. So I, I remember it a lot more. I'm going to have to do it with Lizzie. No. Okay, so anyway. Corruption. Oh, okay, talking to older kids. So things that older kids absolutely do need to know about. They need to know about sex. They need to know about their bodies. They need to know about the law that our country, you know, that in the land that they live by. Okay. Yes, they yes. need to understand these things. Um, it can be a, I guess, teenage appropriate level. But to me, that's pretty much everything. Yeah. I mean, when you're a teenager, the world is what it is. Okay. So maybe that's why I shelter my kids so much right now. Because yeah, I know world out once there. I let them loose, I guess, into like middle school, it's really like... I feel like they're just going to really start making their own decisions, judgments about the world. Are you trying to keep me going by going, yup? No. Okay. So anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So um, you got to think about cannabis in this way. You have to like defend it in your brain to like get the balls to spit it out of your mouth at your kid. Um, Bottom line is. I kind of assume that mo- any responsible parent would prefer that their, say, 
gorgeous teenage daughter smoke pot at a party over getting drunk yeah. at a party. What do you think? Yes. Because when I think drunk, I think you're immobilized. You don't know what's, you have no, you don't know what's going on around you. Your body is, you can't move your body. You feel like you might be sick. You're uh, disoriented. You have no clue where you are. You have, you can't feel things. Well, one, I feel like, um, one, alcohol is far more toxic to a a young brain. Absolutely. Um, far more toxic than cannabis is. So there's that. (laughs) Um, cannabis is like not associated at all with like any sort of overdose, any sort of like, um, escalation of drug use. We like, you will hear stuff like that, but as most of these things, it's all like stupid propaganda that was shoved down our throats in the eighties and is not actually true. Thanks guys. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So, um, Oh, here's a side note. Always really important when you're like talking to a kid about something that is like important to you, you have to research it first and write down notes. Just put some bullet notes on a post-it because you're old and you won't remember it all. Trust me. Or just use your phone. I put it in my phone. You know what I, you know what I was just... <laughs> like, talk about your personal space now. Yeah. Future kind I'm of holding thing. up my um, imaginary phone. Okay, anyway. So wait a minute. What? What I was just thinking of. I, <laughs> yes. was, I was putting my children, like, and they're older, in a situation where they're going to smoke pot at a party. <laughs> okay. And I thought, instead of alcohol, and I would much prefer that because I feel like my children, if they smoke too much pot, they will just become anxiety-ridden. And they will not they feel will be, terrible about themselves yeah, they'll, and want to get home yeah, stat and stat. non-high. Right. That's exactly how I think Tori would be. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, also, you guys, like this week or the, la- or the week before, Colorado study, like the most recent Colorado whatever oh, yeah? teen use of cannabis was yeah i mean they colorado teenagers are like refusing yeah. to smoke pot they're like no thanks <laughs> i think it's because it's... the fucking grown-ups made it not cool they'll do it when they can i swear to god I, I think it has something to do with them thinking oh you're smoking and smoking is bad and people who smoke are gross yeah that too but i don't think i mean no i guess i disagree well, I mean, I can see that, but I feel I th- like there's I think an that element kids of it feel, in there, too. I think young kids yeah. have that element, that they think it's the same thing. Yeah. But I think once a kid knows, has, like, the drug talk or whatever, they know that it's not the same yeah. thing. They think Do they're going to be Like, for instance, when you talk about smoking crack or smoking meth, yeah. the child isn't thinking about, don't smoke meth. You're right. Maybe you should vaporize it or something. Right, right. You know? It's yeah. like, they're thinking of the drugs now. They're not thinking of the smoking. Like, I think it's just like a completely separate thing in most people's heads. Do you think, wait, now. so in that study, what did it say about alcohol? What? Did it have any alcohol numbers? Like, are kids drinking? No, it didn't. Okay. It was just about marijuana. It was more like, hey, look at this. You guys are worried about addiction? It's based, It's not addiction. It's basically no. access right. after legalization. That's oh. what it's about. Oh, okay, okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Our future is not getting high constantly, is what they're saying. Yeah, it's like... Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, if it's legal there, that means it's everywhere and the kids are getting it and they're all going to smoke pot all the time. Yeah. First of all, 
teenagers have smoked pot since they were fucking cave bears, okay? It's so true. just get over it. Oh my god. Some things just don't change, you guys. Yeah. So they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. Just know I mean, if you go into it knowing that your kid is gonna try cannabis before they're um legally allowed to, then you can plan your conversations accordingly and you're not doing it in an enabling way at all you can even threaten them if you want i don't even care but um you want to arm them with education such as daughter dear daughter when you drink too much um you often do things with your body that you would not have chosen to do had you not had a drink and that is very commonly coming out now as like a digital image basically of, of your drunken state. And, and you know, all of these conversations have to happen like around the same time, I guess. Yeah, they do. The di- we, I guess I have to have a digital education episode yeah, because of that book. That's yeah. So if I had a, if I was talking to my son, I would really be talking about like, like aggression basically and that you know alcohol makes people aggressive and i would clearly tie it to domestic violence for my young son i seriously would um i think that it hurts people to not know that alcohol can make them violently angry i mean it just does you drink all the time and like you don't you know how to do it. It's just like if anything I, else. If I drink like, vodka, I will become violently angry. He becomes so angry and jealous. And yeah. like, there's just, you know, anyway. I don't drink vodka. I think boy, <laughs> I think boys should know that. I think girls should know that. Um, and yeah, cannabis. So here's what cannabis can do to your kid that would be fucked up. Like, they're going to get way too high because they've never smoked weed before, right? Right, right. They will be immobilized, okay? Like, yeah. majorly. They can't operate a vehicle, but I don't think that... They would want to. They would even. I don't think that's like a thing, honestly. I don't (laughs) know. Because it's like you're so far out there that you just can't. You can't even get in that car. Come on. (laughs) I mean, you don't know how to turn it on. You don't have confidence, like when you do when you're drunk. They're like, "Where are the keys?" Yeah, it's not like you're. It's not like that at all. Like when you're a grown adult with major tolerance and you're driving around stoned, you're going 35 miles an hour. Okay, you're not, it's just different. And so you want to impress upon your kid, like, the different dangers that come with that. So what happens when your body is immobilized at a party, you know? You have to have, like, whatever support system. Um, what else? What else could happen? Um, Wait, what else could happen if you're high? Well, if you're a kid, I'm trying to think of, like, things I would want my child to know. Well, if, that, you, if you so when you're immobilized, you know, people can do things to you. Um, you could fall asleep. You might get really, really hungry and want to eat a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know that happened to me as a kid. Um, oh, here's another thing. What? I think this is going to be really controversial, but I'm seriously putting myself in my teenage mind. But. When I was a teenager, when I would either drink or smoke pot, I would have, okay, now I'm intoxicated. I want to maintain this. Right. So to maintain this, I'm going to keep drinking or keep smoking pot or whatever. Yeah. Or keep taking pills and adding on to it because I was a 
bad party girl in California. So, (laughs) so what I'm saying is it might be good to say something like, if you're going to do something like that, please, please use your brain, take a hit and then be done with it. Do what you feel you need to do and then be done with it and don't keep doing it because you're going to make yourself ill and horrible things will happen to you, child. You have to, another idea I think that's good is like giving them different practice sentences, conversations for refusing, you know, if if that's something that you think you can do with your kid. It just kind of depends on your kid. Um, but like my oldest, I feel like, if I gave her tools like that, she would have so much more confidence, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, like the in, what do you do when a stranger talks to you? Talk. Yeah, but it's it's a more, like, realistic thing. Yeah. I, I, we Because my children are so sensitive, like, socially, <laughs> I about how they're perceived, I guess. Yeah. I talk about things beforehand a lot. What are you going to do when this happens in class and you feel your face get bright red and hot, you know? Like, yeah. Stuff like that. So that's good that you have those talks with them. Yeah. So it's the same sort of thing. You're just trying to arm them with as much information as is, is appropriate for their age. And as I said, if they really are older, then they need to know everything. Mostly, they need to know about, um, like different intoxicants are used to make people want to have sex. I mean, it just happens. Yeah. It goes to your private parts. There you go. And boy or girl. You're suddenly horny and you're fucking 15. Great. Yay. What a fun conversation this is. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but what if they don't know that? I mean, I didn't know that. I know, but you got to tell them so that you can be like, so you got to always think when you're in that state. Like, what would you do if you weren't? I mean, what decision would you make if you weren't? Decide right now. I don't want to have sex. Exactly. So keep that in mind. I love that. So. That there we're saying to the teenager, you know what, if, yeah, you go in and you make those initial decisions, like, I am not going to do this at this party, I'm not going to, um, blah, 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 I'm going to only yeah. do this. Decide like, what you And maybe do. that's like, yeah, exactly, decide what you want to do. And then, before you do any sort of, like, mind-altering anything, because your, po- your brain powers, man, so diminished, okay? And... I would just really be really careful about walking that fine line between like giving them permission and just giving them knowledge. Yeah. Um, oh my God. So I think personally you do your child a disservice when you don't teach them about the real world. Um, that's how you end up with Brock Turners. Seriously. Our kids need to know what goes on and yeah there's a lot of shitty and very sad things but they are people and citizens in this world and they deserve to know you know what i mean yeah so talking about things like politics and you know corruption is like i think mandatory parenting personally um this is a great time because it's an election year so like it's everywhere i promise you it's in your face i promise you your child is being influenced by things that you just have no idea as far as uh donald trump yeah why do we want to wall people up and take them out of our country i think crazy questions like that i got so you know that show jesse yeah i told you this 
Donald so, someone made um, a Donald Trump joke and this show was like made in like 2013 or something I don't know but um the joke was just like talking about referring to him as like a New York figure mm-hmm. not like a political a presidential nominee so um then my daughter connects this Jesse Donald Trump and Jesse to the Donald Trump who is wanting to be president. And all of a sudden it's like even more concrete to her that like, oh, he's real. Jesse likes him. I guess I want him to be president. And so that's why I started screaming down the stairs that one day. He's a terrible, horrible person. We do not want him to win and he won't win. But if he does, it would be a really bad thing. (laughs) Europe. So, (laughs) right? Exactly. So my point was, gotta talk about this stuff. It's never too early. Um, talk I mean, about anything. This is literally like a safety thing. Um, think about young men that have been shot by police. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they knew that that was a thing, but I really feel that like in the suburbs, our kids should know about that kind of stuff. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then always trying to stress that that's the real world. Yeah. You know, like you live in a protected world, but like the real world, you don't have protections. But you are know, you, except for the ones that you've, what, carved you, for yourself. <sighs> yes. Are you saying that if, when you're talking to your kid about smoking marijuana, uh-huh, yeah. and they ask you a question about it, you start talking about rules or laws of the real world that you live in? or, or, or <laughs> What I'm trying to say is that I think you should set the precedent with your child that um, any government institution is not perfect. Um, Oh, okay. Okay. So there are, we used to believe that, you know, black people couldn't vote or own things and that women couldn't, you know, were allowed to get beat by their husbands as long as it was whatever. And like... They know those things. They're taught all of that at school. So when you talk to them about cannabis's dumbass legalization history, it's really not hard for them to get. Okay? Yeah. Like, it's not. So what happened is weed has been legal for in the America forever. And then in the 70s, right? Is that what I said in the 420 episode or whatever episode? I don't even remember, but whatever. <laughs> in the 70s. I think it was the 60s. The 70s is when they did the study. Okay, so in the 60s, it was made illegal because of not enough information. It wasn't because of a huge amount of um, information saying that this thing is dangerous. It was because there was no information. There had been no studies. So that's why it was made illegal. So stupid ass call, right? But they made that saying, well, there's a study that's going to be coming out over the next few years and that will um, give us a better insight as to what we should schedule this drug as. So then I guess in the 70s, the studies come out and it's just like nobody does anything with it. And cannabis has remained yeah. a schedule one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Since the, the, since I, then. Okay. Yeah. So that's the history of it. That's why it's illegal. All right. It's not illegal because it killed anybody because it hasn't. So yeah. definitely you need to tell your kid that <laughs> um, yeah. if you're when a pot I... smoker and you're using it medicinally, like, why the fuck wouldn't you tell this stuff to your kid? You know, like, ugh. I'm sorry, I get so angry. Don't you? Oh yeah. I mean, like the fact that it's just out of like ignorance. Like, 
we don't know anything about this, so we'll make it. We'll label it the most dangerous thing. Yeah, and and ev- the, with the most amount of years in jail if if you're caught having exactly. This, you know? It's and and then to learn now, you know, that it's has such potential for really saving lives. It's like heartbreaking. It's like this is why people like are crazy about the movement and stuff. It's like there's real meat here, you know. It's legal in the state we're in, but it's not legal like federally i mean that's the thing that blows me away is like even our own state is saying yeah i mean that's all other i mean these these are just huge conversations that i guess you just have to have with your kid oh but yeah i mean still the fact that there are that states have different refutations for different things i mean that's all part of life living here yeah so um i would just be very honest. Um, Is this person in a legal state or no? Um, no, he, he said, particularly if you are in an illegal state. I think it's okay to talk to your kid about um, civil disobedience and your rights as, you know, a human to make your own choices about certain things that you feel really, really strongly for. So if that thing for you is access, legal access to a medicine that you feel has saved your life and kept you from killing yourself. Maybe that's your thing. That's my thing. So when you put it in that context, it's not scary or whatever to talk to your kid about. And you don't have to bash the government. You know, you just have to always stress that we're people. Everything is people. Every institution is people. And we all make mistakes or like put the paper on the bottom of the stack and like fucking don't look or don't react or don't do shit right ever. And that's just how it is. So no institution, no family, no person is perfect. Okay. And so America's not perfect. We've got some fucked up laws. We've got some really great freedoms. The end. Yeah. But, you know, I, I weigh, impress upon that kid as much as possible if you're not in a legal state that there is, like... Major. This is criminal. And I do not, you know... I would talk a lot about how I do feel that it's extremely un- unfair. And my yeah. thing with kids is I tell them that you don't have the right as a minor to make any decision to break the law. Right. Okay? You don't have that. You're nope. a kid. So under the law, you don't get to do shit. <laughs> like yeah. in it's your all own illegal. capacity. It's all you, illegal. It's for all you. illegal. You can't make the decision to sign a contract. You can't make the decision to have sex. You can't do any of those things. So that's just how it is. Um, and the person that all of these consequences will fall on will most likely be your parents yeah. or your mom, your single fucking mom. There. How's that? How does that feel? <laughs> Oh, my. Well, now we're, like, threatening the kid for drug use. No, we're trying to explain to them why you use it, right? Right. Um, If you're using it for medical reasons, then it's really easy to explain. If you're using it for recreational reasons, I think it's a a lot less easy to explain. But you just say it's exactly like alcohol except far, far, far less harmful, like a thousand times less harmful on society and on your body. Um, Sorry. So these are a lot of points yeah, that I I've think, brought up. Yeah, but I yes. So and they're all civil good. disobedience, right. that's a right for an adult, not a child. Wait, can I say something? That's why it's wrong when different like a church or like protesters, like when they bring kids into it. I think that shit's wrong. You know what I, I mean? I agree with you. Okay, sorry. But are you saying <laughs> that 
the thing that trumps all these conversations is that this is illegal. You are underage. Well, no, because we're saying that Ross's main question is talking about his use of marijuana, right. not the kid's use of right. marijuana. Ex so, yes, you're going to tell the kid it's criminal for you. It's criminal for me. But I am an adult. I'm an educated adult. I can make this decision because I'm an and adult. I can handle the consequences right. and I understand that the consequences could be this, this and this, but I'm willing to take that stand because I need access to this medicine. Right. I believe every citizen in our country should have access to it. See, this is where it gets a little more difficult to justify if you're using it recreationally. Yeah. So you better come up with a reason you use this. Right. <laughs> Honestly. Okay, parents. I mean, for a kid, I think that's probably wise. I mean, when you become an adult and you are using cannabis, it's you can always say it's medically because you're just fucking trying to relax at the end of a goddamn hard day. You know what I mean? It's like... It's true. So, so I mean, like, don't feel bad if you really don't aren't using it medically, but you're, like, telling your kid that you are. I mean, you can just talk about how... Let's see. Um... Like, say you don't have any problems um, and you're not depressed. Just think of something like depression or anxiety that people have. I mean, those are real reasons that people use marijuana. So you can always say something like that to yeah. your kid. Maybe not depression. Don't say that. I don't know. I say mean, you get like, anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> say your foot hurts sometimes. You have chronic toe pain. I mean, like, I, I, I agree with that. But I also don't think there's anything wrong with... Like, just like if a kid catches you drinking wine or, or beer. Yeah, but I mean, you're not breaking the law when you're drinking wine yeah, or beer. That's true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you were, what would your justification to the kid be? I guess you're right. It would it would be the whole, I believe that I should have right access to this. Mm -hmm. So I can get fucked up. And then it's all like, <laughs> then you're telling, yeah. I know, it's rough. It's a harder conversation <sighs> to have. Woo! Ooh. All right. Okay. So, oh, Jesus. All right. Let's really that. try to summar summarize it in points right now, and then Go. we're done. So, one, one talk about the illegality for all minors. Right. Two, talk about the real history of cannabis uh, legislature. Yes. Three. Talk about um, all institutions, all groups of whatever, as being inherently subject to corruption, and it has nothing to do with anything. It's just the way of the world, okay. right? Yeah. All things are not perfect. Right. That was three. Nothing is infallible. Right. Machines and so, don't just run because us. it's a law, right. Right. doesn't mean it's right. Right. Exactly. That's why things that are so unjust happen in our world. Okay, in our country or whatever. Um, four, the right, the only way people like change laws is to break them. That right falls on the American citizen who is an adult and not a minor. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Five, you choose to use cannabis because of whatever reason. Okay. Okay. Six, you can say why. No, you've already told, told them why. Six, give them your expectations for their life, like use, like, you know what I mean? Just because I do does not mean that you can and should or will. Right. Okay. 
Yes. Um, and I'll beat your ass if you do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or whatever. What else? Is that good? Okay, I think you covered it. Um, Very thoroughly. I think you got it. Uh, last one, seven. Talk about the differences in states. Oh, yeah, um, make sure and, you bring that up. Yeah, bring up the, the present day situation. So it's legal um, in half of the country now, statewide wise. And then there has been that um, federal ruling where dispensaries in medical states, like patients can't get patients and dispensaries can't get like harassed and like raided and stuff like that. Um, but who knows if that's even going to stand. So anyway, that's it. Um, it, it's definitely looking like the world is, or our country is more pro legalization than, um, against at this present time. This is a really good time to talk about pot. Yeah. You can talk about Bernie Sanders, like his crazy movement with young people. I mean, Bernie Sanders got more young, the youth vote more than um, the last, like, whatever. I don't know. It was a huge amount there. Okay. Huge youth vote. And he's the one, the only one, well, other than that John dude, um, to say he's completely pro-legalization. Um so that's a great starting point for a teenager, right? You're yeah, talking he's about, in the news. He's been in very current. He's in the news. He's not a bad guy. Uh, he, he's run, He was running for president. He's not going to be president, so you don't have to like freak out that like maybe he'll turn out to be the antichrist and you'll be wrong or something. You know, yeah. like so you can talk about that. Yeah. Like, look at this dude's views. This is why he feels this way. I mean, the reasons he feels that way about legalization are, I mean, completely what. We've talked about on the show over and over and over again. So uh, he's a great real world example. Control, control, you must control. Okay. Bust a fat dab while you talk. Bust a fat dab. Because I just talked a lot. You sure did. <laughs> so what's going on, my girl? I'm gonna tell you so you'll know. Um, there we went on a out of town adventure, and I left my plants alone, and I didn't talk about them in our last episode. I don't think, but they were fine. When I got home, they were completely self sufficient. They and were lovely. like daddy. Yeah, they were so happy and uh, so much bigger in just a week. Wow. So um, some of them were very like, hey, we need some water. So I changed out some water. Um, I harvested right before we left on vacation all of our soil stuff, which I'm done. I'm not doing soil anymore. Just Hate soil. Too inefficient and dirty and dirty. not worth it. So I got that out of my system. So I'm actually prepping my other tent for a hydro grow, another one right now, and I've got some seedlings that have sprouted up. I looked this morning, and the ones that have definitely come up is Charlotte's Web. <gasps> Whoa! Headband. No way. Uh, one, oh two God. of those LSD cross strains, LSD Loved and that. whatever. There's Pie Face and another one. I don't know. I don't know Pie Face. So is. there's like five of them that are sprouted up. So those are absolutely going to go into the new tent. That's crazy. Um. 
And we're going to grow that. And then in the flower tent now, what I did when I came home, it is the flower tent as of two days ago, but I replaced my LED lights with another one of those Cree LED. They look, they're not blue and red. They're just, they're supposed to be the closest thing or better than a metal halide bulb, the traditional way, only it's LED technology. I put one of those in there and oh my God, four days later, they doubled in size they love that shit so i've got my lights dialed in the way i want them perfect um and everything's looking good i got some plants growing in soil i was gonna transplant into the garden but i don't know now and that's pretty much it so that is what's going on with the grow and that's it that's what's going on in days grow i got a fetch ball. i got a pack of gum i got a I got her. I got her. I got her. I got her. I got her raw. I got her. I got her. I got her raw. Okay, so, um, hey, guess what? Can I tell you something? What? We got ourselves another five star review. And the thing I like about this five star review is because it also talks about our other podcast, Game of Stone. So it's our first kind of multi. Five star review combo. Wait, what? Okay, let's hear it. Okay, well, this one is by Crazy King K Stays Little All Day. What? That's right. Their name is Crazy King K Stays Little All Stays Lit All Day. I'm sorry. Crazy King K Stays Lit All Day. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yes, it makes sense now. Five star review. Okay. It's entitled Wow! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! You guys are just so amazing. I've been listening to your podcast and watching the Stoner Moms videos since day one, but adding the Game of Thrones series was a big (laughs) game changer and for the best. You guys helped me decode the episodes in a way that they are so much easier to understand. Wow. Smiley face, I think. Yeah. That's a winking face. Oh. You guys are on me so much of my husband and I, which makes listening to you guys so much fun. Smiley face. Keep up the good work, guys, and much love well crazy king k stays lit all day thank you <laughs> for the five star review and i bet you're lit right now yeah thanks for that five star review we we could always use more we sure could we love them they we make sure us so happy they, they do they especially make david happy they really do they make him like gleeful so yeah i mean like in the middle of the night, like how do we get a five star review wake up okay this one is by you know and then, uh, all right. Stays little all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> little all day. <laughs> all right. Anyway, thank you for that. That was awesome. Next week, we are talking about growing pots. Easiest way. No lights, no tent, no nothing. Just a plant and I the outside some or dirt. a windowsill or some yep. shit. Um, so that will be that. Uh Okay, if you have any questions or comments or want us to talk about something, today's episode was completely based on Ross's email to me. So there you go. A whole episode because I could not stop running my trap. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's good. Um, so if you've got any of that stuff to offer or you've got a question for David, please email us, mom at thestonermom.com or david at thestonermom.com. Um, you can find Mom and Dad are Stoned here on thestonermom.com, 
or iTunes or SoundCloud. And we are, as always, supported by our generous patrons on Patreon. You can help support us too with dollar dollar bills or by sharing your love for the show. Yeah. Tell one person, oh my God, these crazy people on iTunes. What do you mean? They're funny. They are funny. And that's helpful. That's so helpful. Very helpful. That's like more helpful than a dollar, right? Right? Sort of. Sort of. It's as helpful as a dollar. It's pretty helpful. 75 cents? Yeah. It's 75 cents. See, we have a different... See, I think... Never mind. (laughs) We're going to get into one of those conversations. Yeah, we don't want to have one of those. All right, so (laughs) until next time... Right. Um, until next time. Oh, and as always, five star reviews on iTunes will get read by us on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We will see you guys next week. Until next time, be safe and responsible with your cannabis use and smoke weed every day. Thank you. Bye. The fair use ones from the. 1930s because they're horrible. They're terrible. (laughs) (laughs) They need to not make music back then. (laughs) I know. So bad. It sounds like you're listening to music through a pipe and through a wall. Like you know, like in the plumbing. You're listening to walls. Yeah. And plumbing. It's so terrible. Horrible adult that is singing through their nose. I know. About they're just crooning about fucking nothing. Oh, honey, Probably baby, about something. Yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs>